Hi everyone, this is Aaron and welcome to our Sola Network Podcast. Before we begin, I have a special announcement regarding Sola Conference 2020. As you have probably been hearing through the news, the COVID-19 virus is continuing to spread in the Los Angeles area. Due to public health concerns and a desire to protect conference attendees, our leadership has decided to cancel our 2020 conference. We are saddened to cancel our conference, but we believe that this is the wisest decision given the current situation. We will be issuing full refunds to those who have purchased conference tickets over the next two weeks or so. We apologize for any inconvenience. Thank you for your understanding and for your continued support of Sola Network. We hope to see you at future conferences. In today's episode, I spoke with Sola Network editor Hannah Chow. We talk about COVID-19, The Woman Jesus Loved, our new Sola Network devotional series about the woman who Jesus interacted with during his time on earth, and what God has been teaching us throughout this month. We also answer this listener question. Is the red jumpsuit apparatus a Christian band? Thanks for listening. Hannah, how are you doing? (laughs) How are you doing with the coronavirus? Are you okay? I am okay. Everyone is okay. It's definitely been the thing that's been all over uh, the news and social media, but you know, our church has taken some, you know, precautions, mm. some hand sanitizer on every table, mm. um, holy fist bumps instead of handshake. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, okay, sorry, I shouldn't have said, how are you doing with the coronavirus? It, it's not like you have the coronavirus. <laughs> I do not. No, no, no. But, uh, uh, but in terms of kind of the anxiety around it, I'm, I'm mm. more of the camp of, hey, just like, you know, take precautions, mm-hmm. wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are sick, avoid going out. That's kind of my mindset. Uh, we're actually going to be publishing. Well, by the time this is up, you probably will have already seen um, uh, uh, a kind of reflection and a description of kind of the scene in Seoul, South Korea right now with the coronavirus. Okay. Obviously, South Korea is, one of, is like the most impacted, I think, after China at the moment. Right. Uh, just kind of, you know, this pastor's reflections on the change in the city, but also the potential impact the gospel can have. So I hope right. that that's what people can check out. Would you say we're in a cultural moment right now? Yeah, uh, I think I think we are. I think, you know, this is one of those things where the entire world's attention is kind of caught in on this one thing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's, you know, a natural disaster can be very localized, uh, but then the coronavirus is clearly global. Um, and I think it's a time where, you know, Christians can uh, really in their own individual ways, you know, find ways to shine the light of Christ, whether that is, you know, if you're a doctor or a nurse to really be bold um, about helping those who are sick. Uh, if you are a little more cautious, you know, that's OK, too. But, you know, in, still encouraging those and uh, finding ways to, you know, be light and salt to your neighbors, um, things like that. I think uh, this is one of those things where the church can do so many things in so many areas. I agree. I think especially with sickness uh, and impending death, I guess that <laughs> this is this is really where we have nowhere else to turn except to God, Jesus, our creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that as Christians, you're absolutely right. We have a responsibility, but also the privilege to share our hope with the world. 
Definitely. And, and so I hope that, you know, this is an opportunity where, yeah, even though some churches may be, you know, closing their doors because, uh, especially in countries that are very affected, that, you know, they're still preaching the gospel, whether it's through social media or just simply through studying the word and their homes, but really, you know, pouring into it and building up these other disciplines, which Christ has given us um, to deal with times like these. Well, Hannah, I'm glad that you're okay. Uh, and I'm glad we were able to do this podcast today. We actually have a listener question from you. Now, you know, I've oh, been asking, here. you know, I've been asking people to submit their questions. So if anybody's listening to this, please continue to send in your questions specifically for Hannah to answer. She's an expert <laughs> in writing, USC, <laughs> and emo music. Yes, emo music, definitely. Somebody asked, is the red jumpsuit apparatus a Christian band? What do you have to say? Well, first of all, I've never heard of this band before. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, I think, uh, I guess more broadly, you know, like what makes a band Christian, mm -hmm. right? Like, does it matter that a band is Christian? Mm -hmm. um, uh, as, as well as being an expert in emo music, I like to say that I'm like a semi-expert in Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I love listening to her music and like dancing um, you know, uh, and, you know, Christian music and secular music, we always have that debate like, oh, what should we listen to? Sure. Does it matter? Um, I think uh, there is a space for secular music in our lives, especially as, you know, pop music, especially is just so pervasive. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, I, I, so I don't think that you have to necessarily listen to only Christian bands. Mm -hmm. But if a band professes to be Christian, then that I think that's fantastic, you know, and... Uh, on that note, I am going to a Rend Collective concert oh. in LA later, oh. I guess late spring, early summer. Yeah. They're a Christian band with worshipful music. They have an album dropping in March. Yeah. This is March, it, this month. It, yeah. And I'm really excited to go. So that did not answer your question about the Red <laughs> Parachute Band. But um, I hope if they have good music, you, I think you have the liberty and freedom to listen to it. But, you know, you can also stream some Rend Collective afterwards. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I keep sending in your questions, everybody. And I appreciate the question. Hannah, when you go to this Ren Collective concert, are you going to be jumping around, raising your hands, clapping? Or are you just the type that takes it in and observes? Um, I'm general. I'm like a like one of those like moderate hand raisers where like the, <laughs> the elbows are right at the waist. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. With the hands, you know, by the shoulders. Yeah. But honestly, at Ren Collective concerts, I go all out. They are so good at the fun, exuberant, worshipful music that once you're there, you can't help but dance. So you've um, been, I've been before? To, yes, I've been to, uh, I think, two of their concerts now. Nice. And yeah, one was an outdoor venue at Pepperdine. Another one was an indoor venue at a church. It was so fun. Yeah, so they are definitely... Uh, more of the celebratory Christian bands, right. which I think it's great to include them in any of your like worship playlists because they can really bring that energy and fun. Oh, good idea. And yes, we, I have been including Perfect some segue. playlists. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. I have <laughs> been including some playlists in our TGIF roundups. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. It's fun. Send me your songs. And yes, Hannah, I will definitely include some Ren Collective yes, songs. Album. I don't remember what it's called, but something about, oh, I think it's called Choose to Worship, something like that. Okay, yeah, I'll look them up. Uh, last question on this. Do you bring your daughters? So uh, they, uh, the first Christian concert they ever went to was a Phil Wickham concert. Nice. Which 
they had so much fun. I gave, we, um, my older daughter had just started to read. And so we actually printed her the lyrics so she could follow along. So by the time we were at the concert, yeah. she could kind of sing. Her favorite song, uh, by the way, was Wild River. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, from his latest album, Living Hope. Uh, yeah. And then this Ren Collective concert, we actually are going to bring them. Nice. Okay, another plug for Ren Collective. They actually have a kids album called Renco Kids. Yes, I've, I've seen uh, that. Yes, yeah, so... Um, uh, and so they are very family friendly. So I will be bringing my girls, as, awesome. but al also with some noise canceling headphones. You know those <laughs> concert ones. They yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. You, you. They need that. Yeah, yeah. They we, need to, we need to protect their ears here. <laughs> well, you're listening to Solo Network podcast. We are a parenting podcast, apparently, and uh, <laughs> we also write articles on the internet. Hannah, what's coming up in the month of March? Well, I am so excited. Um, I. Uh, so last year we had one of our great uh, contributors, Patria, do a series for Passion Week and actually two days, also Easter Sunday and the day after. Um, and so I kind of wanted to expand that idea. And I asked um, a lot of our female contributors mm -hmm. uh, to write uh, devotions based on the women that Jesus ministered to during his time on earth. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was fitting as March is Women's History Month here in America. Right, right. Uh, March 8th is International Women's Day or International Day of the Woman. Mm. And also just during the time of Lent, Passion Week, Easter, uh, really focusing on, you know, the ministry that he did, that Christ did on earth. I thought that all of these things kind of melded together. And yeah. I think we have seven or eight great women uh, writing one to two devotions each. So we're going to publish about two a week starting next week. Oh, this um, is a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, I didn't realize and, you had so many. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think that that's been one of the, the things I've been most proud of here at Sola is really finding women voices. A lot of our writers, uh, if you haven't noticed, tend to be pastors, you know, sure. um, like extra material in their head, things yeah. they needed to, uh, they couldn't fit into their sermons right. or whatever. Right. Um, to have women, you know, also share in uh, writing and uh, you know, giving testimonies and mm. uh, sharing articles and essays, I thought this would be a great way to just platform, but also to just learn from these amazing women. Hannah, as a man, what do you want me to take away from these devotions? Yeah, I think that's great. I think, um, yeah, so I mean, obviously as women, it's great to learn from other women, but I mm -hmm. think also, I think by focusing on these women that uh, Jesus ministers to, I think uh, oftentimes they get overlooked or we focus directly on Jesus, yeah. on what he did. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because every time Jesus is so focused on the woman mm. and how to love her, to show her worth. And I think Jesus is our model in every way. And so in the same way, I think both men and women can learn from these articles, how Jesus loved and valued uh, these daughters. Mm. Uh, uh, I think that this can be a powerful way for us to come around one another. I mean, I think that's why last year our most read article was Sujin Park's article on uh, Letter to a Complimentary Brothers. Right. Um, and I think both men and women have this desire to learn, like, how do we value women in our church? How do we honor them? Right. And I think this is a way that we can really start building that into our culture. Mm. Who did you say that? Who are the other contributors? Did you say? Yes. So uh, we have, so Sujin Park will be contributing, uh, okay. Heidi Tai. Right. Uh, from Australia will yes. be contributing. Uh, Faith Chang will be okay. contributing. And uh, Tia Kim, who did our great articles on um, child of divorce, do not fear marriage. Yes, uh, yes. 
Uh, she's going to be contributing. Um, and our first one, I think, running next week is going to be by Grace Lung, who is another Australian, Asian-Australian writer. Oh, and okay. she's, uh, kind of bringing it back to Christmas. She's going to be writing about how Mary um, first, uh, when Mary first heard that she was going to be pregnant with Jesus. Obviously, oh. Jesus wasn't literally ministering to her at that moment. Right. But he was in her. <laughs> yes. But, um, Yes. But yeah, so I thought, but we thought that'd be a great place to start. Um, Absolutely. Remembering Mary. And then actually, she's going to also write about um, eventually, as we get into the series, about Mary as, you know, the mother seeing her son doing ministry as mm. proclaiming that he's Christ and even on the cross. And so mm. we thought that'd be powerful to just see the, the story of Mary through this passion season and right. mark. Yeah. Uh, how about yourself, Hannah? Will you be contributing? Yeah, so I'm actually the last person to to firmly uh, commit, but I guess nice. I'll commit on this podcast. Um, nice. <laughs> I'll probably, um, I've actually been thinking a lot about the story of uh, Martha and Mary, right. uh, the sisters. Okay. So I am also going to try to uh, see, you know, what the deal is with Mary. You know, mm -hmm. all of us mm -hmm. kind of see Mary as this kind of unattainable figure. Sure. Like, you know, who has time to be a Mary? <laughs> that sure. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to explore that a little bit. Um, so later this month, you'll see me somewhere in there too. Nice. Hannah, do you enjoy doing these big events out of the articles, I guess, series, you know, big series versus yeah, I mean, one-offs? Honestly, series is a lot more work because I have to um, cultivate writers. Um, yeah. They are not just coming up with ideas. I have to like ask people. I see. But um, having a cohesive idea and series especially is a helpful because then I have more things to run during the week. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But also I think uh, it gives people a reason to just come back, right? right? That know that this is a resource that you can have. So in the future, if a church wants to do a series through women or yeah. for example, or um, in previous months we've done like politics yeah. or Gen Z, like that solar can be a place where, you know, you could just do a quick search and find all of these resources. I think um, it's both helpful for me and for the body at large. Yeah. And I think Isaac, our webmaster, is working on getting a page for all of the articles together. Yeah. So, for example, that's something that we're trying to do uh, to make it more cohesive for her and more easily accessible is, right. you know, if we we're able just to link all of these devotions onto one page so that, mm. you know, let's say, you know, the Facebook algorithms are weird. If you miss a day or two and you want to go back, um, just to have that easily available. Okay, great. Well, like I said, we'll put that link in the show notes as well. Once that's up, everything can be found on our website, sola.network. Hannah, do you have anything you want to share with our audience in terms of what you've been learning recently from God? Yeah. So um, recently I've just been learning, you know, how much my, um, how, you know, we always talk about how our identities can be tied up in things other than Christ. Mm. Uh, and I think I got a very sharp, rude awakening mm. um, when I was um, with my daughter. Uh, she's in, like I said, she's like reading and things like that. And I, she got like some great, you know, diagnostic score from school. So I sent it to my, uh, sent a picture to my parents, letting them know, Hey, like, this is what our life is like. Mm. But I realized that, you know, a lot of my identity as a parent mm. and also as a, da a daughter to my parents mm. is tied up with the success, academic success, especially of my daughters. And it was, um, it's that very weird, uh, feeling when mm. you kind of catch yourself, you know, um, in such a state and, but also realizing how thin that line is from being proud and, mm. you know, which as a parent I should be yeah. but to have that also very 
easily slip into being an idol and into being something that I put my worth in. Yeah. And I'm uh, was very challenged to yes celebrate my daughter's academic successes, but also find ways to celebrate her in other ways, but also to share failures with her. As right. In, you know, right. If I'm always um, celebrating her f- successes and not sharing with her my failures, then she's just going to think, oh, only successes are important. Right. That was a good reminder to me to uh, that, you know, our worth is not in e- what I own, but yes. also in my children. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I love that song, by the way. Yeah, yeah great song. Great song. You, you, yeah, I, I read your newsletter on that. Uh, it, it was really good. When did it hit you the way you said, I need to write about this and send it out. Cause it seemed like this was a very maybe reactive type of post. Like it seems like it happened recently. Yeah, it was very reactive. Um, I think when, once I sent that picture, literally after I sent it, I really thought like, Oh, why did I send that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew why, but like, yeah, sure. But that, that, that next level, of course, I just pulled out my phone on the notes app and I just started trying to process my thoughts. Wow. So fast. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it helps when I write. So once I did that, then I was like, Oh, I think I have something. So it's actually one of my shorter newsletters because I didn't, uh, because I just felt like that was where I was up to that point. And then I just sent it out. No. Yeah. And I think it was really, I want to say like real and raw because you know, normally you put like your tweets at the end, right? Yeah. 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 But this, I don't, I don't, did this one have the tweets at the end? No, this one was, it just ended with like, here are some things you should consider. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You you gave points to ponder and reflect upon. And mm-hmm. I think that hit me a different way uh, yeah. because I'm used to like, okay, now here's something lighthearted. Right. But instead, this time you gave me like actual questions to think about. And even for the people that don't have kids, you said, well, hey, you should still be thinking about these things, too. I think that was incredible. Yeah, so uh, I think I'm still trying to find my voice in my newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one I did before, I realized was like my Parasite newsletter, where I just like wrote like tweets about how amazing Parasite was, and those are fun um, too. Yeah, no, so I think I think there's a I think uh, there my audience can handle both mm-hmm. dreams, mm-hmm. and uh, people have been supported either way. Uh, and so, yeah, I think there is space for us to process things in our writing. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm grateful for. I mean, Sola is there for I think more. Ex- um, completed thoughts i want to say like sure. uh, beginning to end mm-hmm. uh with an editor yeah 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 with an editor <laughs> but i think the newsletter is a great place for me just to like just share a little bit more of my raw thoughts for sure for sure oh wait Aaron. before we move on anything you've been learning <laughs> <laughs> thanks for asking hannah um yeah so we have our second baby on the way our first son Linus was adopted our second baby uh, my wife is actually pregnant right now and we've been having smooth sailing you know and we're very thankful for that but there was one uh, night where my wife was like hey I, I don't think our baby's moving and so it really you know scared us and you know obviously the baby was probably moving uh, throughout the day but I think my wife just wasn't like noticing or wasn't like keeping track and so when we were in bed we were just kind of like oh shoot like is this is this a big deal like do we need to call the doctor and um you know everything's okay now but I think it just reminded me of how life is fragile and these types of things everything is in God's hands and even though we can't see it, God is still in total control. And even if the baby was not okay, God is still in control of that too. And so it's just, you know, I think 
everybody who's pregnant lives through this, you know, and has to go through this. But this was the first time where it just kind of hit us like, oh, is something wrong, right? Because everything's been so fine. And so, uh, yeah, we're thankful. And also just uh, honestly, just learning to trust God and keep praying and just know that he's he's sovereign in control and everything turns out for good, whether or not, you know, the baby's fine or not. Like that's not like necessarily the point maybe. Yeah, I think it's just, it's honestly just teaching us how much we do fear, love, and trust our creator. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pregnancy is such a weird, it's it's the already, not yet. Yes, you know? yes. It's, like, it's uh, such a magical time, and yet so much of it's going to, of the baby is after the birth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll be praying for you. Um, I pray appreciate for it. On yes, all, thank all you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, our baby's due at the end of this month. So, well, thanks, Hannah. Thanks for doing the podcast. Uh, it's getting late. No problem. Yeah, I will talk to you soon. And if not, I will see you around then. All right. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. Bye, Hannah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Hannah, for being my guest on the show. And thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have a question to ask Hannah about writing, USC, emo music, or Taylor Swift, send them to us on Twitter or Instagram. Hannah is at loudhannah on Twitter and at loudhannah on Instagram. I am at musicgoon on Twitter and at diveindigdeep on Instagram. Or you can contact us at our brand new email address, podcast at sola.network. TGIF is a linkless column I curate for Sola Network every Friday. Be sure to check that out, and you can also subscribe to it via email. I'll put the link in the show notes. Sola Network exists to influence the emerging generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Visit us online at sola.network and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Sola Network. In the show notes, you'll find the link to our Sola Network podcast feed, and you can also subscribe on YouTube or Spotify. Just search for Sola Network. Thanks. See you soon.